Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. Oh, weird. It's dated. It's dated. <laughs> well, and nobody even cares about it anymore. But no. but we're still apparently getting like a, a made-for-TV movie and then an actual movie or and something like that. a sequel next year. And a sequel next year. Yeah. Is that, wait, is the sequel the one with Nick Cage? No, but this will be on Netflix, like a follow-up of like where we are now. Oh, on Netflix, yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Yikes! Um, no idea. But is Nick Cage still doing it? I want to say I need to look it up, but I did hear something along the lines of uh, Kate McKinnon playing Carol Baskin. Yeah, I remember hearing which that. Which I'm like, I hope that turns out okay. But is it is it too late? Like, does nobody care anymore? <sighs> you know. It's such a shit show that it's like anyone will look at a train wreck again and like, all right. I mean, really, they could have called that show shit show. Shit show <laughs> on Netflix. Hey. <laughs> shit show with tigers. There you go. Yes. There you go. <laughs> where do we where do we start? Well, there's been a lot. Um, I guess most recently is we uh, filmed a wedding. That's true. That's true. That was fun. That was really cool. It was really cool, surprisingly. You know, for somebody who decided to make a career out of filming weddings, I don't particularly enjoy them. <laughs> I know. it's It gets repetitive. It's work. I mean, it's work. It is work. It's work. But... Um, as much fun as it sounds, it's like, oh, it must be exciting. Like It can be, but it's kind of the same. You know, you do anything for a living, and it's bound to get you. Yeah. You're, you're bound to... Eventually, you're going to say, I've had enough of that. Yeah. Yeah. But this particular wedding, it was so cool. It was unique, mm-hmm. at least for me, because I don't do it as much as you do. Ah, that's true. It was fun. It was in this place called Manning, Iowa. I've never been there. Yeah. It's like four streets by four streets. Mm -hmm. And I've been telling people like all week about it. Like I took you were you were pretty impressed. Uh, Well, it was like the the area where it was was like a historic area. And it had like this suit. The church was like super old. Yeah. Knocked down by a tornado and like what? 19 18 13 or yeah i like think that. i think it was 1913 yeah. so like yeah. the look of the church was like super old and classic where it had the big steeple it was bright white but it had the paint chips because it was old right and then it was on just a green hill and nothing else around it mm-hmm. just not it just was like it's a very story, picturesque yeah picturesque storybook kind of like Absolutely. you know and it was just kind of cool it was just on this historic site and we were just kept running yeah. around with the bride and groom. Okay, like you you come this way and you come that way and we'll shoot you for this, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think the coolest part was like, you know, I usually kind of follow your lead. It's, mm-hmm. it's your thing. I'm just a fly in the wall. Ugh, whatever. What if I don't want it to be my thing? I know. Typically, it's great because the <laughs> photographers, the photographers kind of lead the way. Right? Oh, great. Cool. That's a neat. I don't course. know how that was determined in the past and this was well before you know me even getting in the game but somewhere along the lines the photographers decided as a whole um were the ones running the show and i'm not even sure that a lot of them want to run the show anymore but you're gonna because i'm just gonna follow (laughs) yeah 
and it helps. By. It helps. Because it if they're the ones that are telling you how to pose, yeah. that's energy that I don't need to be spending. That's true. I'm like, turn your head just slightly, a little higher. Oh, perfect. Right there. Hold it. Hold it. And it's like, all right, this works. <laughs> just like. Ah, <laughs> uh, so is this is this how we're starting our episode? I guess this is how we're starting. I got a beer. It. You got a beer? I, got, I, here we go. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's not fancy. So I guess we don't talk about weddings too often. We yeah, can talk about this kind of a little fun. bit. I had to get underneath this. What here we got? go. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> Ah. yours did more oh boy the the independent beer companies um they they don't snap like the like yeah coors i don't know where they get their cans all of them i guess heaven makes sense uh i'm drinking (laughs) mango fett mango fett so it's like boba or django fett but different and he's kind of colorful that looks cool and the reason I'm doing that is because Joe is selfish and he only brought one beer. <laughs> well, hold on. To the show. You're going to understand why when I say it because it's a Coors Light. Oh, okay. You get better beer you th- at. You think uh, I'm too good for a Coors Light? I think that you can get a better Coors Light with your own tap water. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a. <laughs> That's a phenomenal endorsement there you for go. Coors Light. There you go. Are the mountains blue? They a smidge, or do they not do that? I don't anymore? know. I know Th- that's blue. Yeah, cold as the Rockies. It's blue. Nice. Yeah, I like it, it. Yeah, dig. Maybe they just painted it. I'm a moron. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. No, no, no. I think it's still a thing that yeah. they do. Okay. Um. Cur- yeah. So uh, we don't have to talk about the wedding long, but no. it was, but it was a good day, and surprisingly, went quickly. For we had to be there for nine hours, and it was like an hour and forty five minutes to get there, and then an hour forty five yeah. back. The cool part was, once again, you know, I'd mentioned before, I, I'm kind of in your shadow and you're running the show a little bit. So I'm kind of following your lead. Mm-hmm. But this particular wedding, the uh, the bride already had like thank yous written out and like, oh, we're just going to give you these ahead of time. <laughs> and I had one and I'm like, wow, that's, you know, that I, was nice. I don't yeah. expect anything. And then like, you know, the bride and groom were like, wait, uh, your name, you, you were Joe, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, thanks again. So I was thanked like six, seven times. You were thanked six, seven times. Mm-hmm. And then like uh, the ceremony happens. And one of my favorite things was like they didn't really have a unity candle, but they did a peanut butter jelly uh, sandwich that as they did unity candle. It's like this couple goes together like a peanut butter jelly. So they're making it on the altar and they yeah. both take a bite. I'm like, that's kind of funny. That's cool. <laughs> so they made it different. And I was like, okay, I like it. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I think we both agree once it got to the, uh, once it got to the reception that I'm sitting there before, like we kind of just got there and I'm looking at like the table where food's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, Hey, there's a sign that says Buffalo chicken. Because if you know me and Lance, it's pretty good stuff. And uh, you're like, yeah, no, I heard it. it was Pizza Ranch. They catered Pizza Ranch, folks. <laughs> the best wedding ever. If I was a ten year old, it was pretty. It was pretty great. And the DJ played nothing but like '90s, early 2000s hits. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it was uh, everything. I want to say up until the actual dance portion. Yeah, was directly from. 1994 to 1990 i'm gonna say eight yeah like it it didn't even really get into you know the boy bands or anything it it was very much of a certain period there was a lot of tracks from 1997 Mm -hmm. it got to nelly yeah oh it did um a little nelly and a little bit of i think uh 
eight six nine. Damn, she fine. Get, but, get low. But that was in the dance. That was in the dance. Yeah. yeah. So once they got into the dance portion of it, then it then, mixed up. then it kind of ran the gambit and mm-hmm. and had a lot of even more traditional yeah wedding dance songs. Yeah. Yeah. I I made a post about it on Facebook and somebody who I know uh, basically said, Lance, why do you always have to shit on country music? <laughs> and so I just left a. Uh, a gift that says, I can't help it. I just, you know, <laughs> some things you just you just don't like. I, You know, I don't hate all of it, but I don't know. It's not it's not my bag, baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? The sort of thing is my bag, baby. <laughs> Written by Austin Powers. We we had a good time. It was a good time. Uh, the couple was cool. The the wedding party was cool. The photographers were cool. I have I have no complaints. It was it was a good for me. I hadn't done a wedding for over a year. Yeah, COVID, cancer, you name it. That's why. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was a good get back into the groove of it. Yeah, kind of wedding. You know, nothing. There was no bridezilla. There was no drama. There was like it. It's was, rare that you see you a know. bridezilla. Uh, sure, it's rare. Now, if you like, if if you fuck something up, or they think that you fucked something up. That's when you see that. Let me remind you of the wedding, let's see, two years ago, maybe two and a half, that she wrote, the, the bride wrote the wrong date yes. on her contract. And prior, is it worth me telling this story? Sort of. Okay. I mean, uh, I'll tr- I'll, uh, yeah, I'll try to tell the quick version of it because people might have heard it before. Mm-hmm. In a in a past episode, but I was at Cafe Diem, yes, with uh, William and Melissa, and we were having a jolly old time drinking our uh, what what was the one in um, Zoolander orange mocha frappuccino. Oh yeah, <laughs> God, that's been forever. And I got a phone call, and the time was about two o'clock. And so I say, this is Lance. And she says, hi, I'm so-and-so. And I am so-and-so's maid of honor. We were just wondering what time you might be coming for the wedding. And I said, oh, well, it's great to talk to you. I'm planning on being there by noon, like we had discussed. And she said, um... You know the weddings today, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I I had to like stop and you know do one of those I'm I'm at the table, we're at a at a coffee place, so I I have to get out of the booth. I'm like, "Okay, I need out." And so I I say, "I swear to God, I thought that your wedding was tomorrow because this was on a Friday." And first of all, by de- by default, most weddings are on Typically Saturdays. Saturday, yeah, and I, <laughs> it's not that Friday weddings don't happen, but this one in particular, I know that I had been following up on stuff ab- about the wedding. Now, I hadn't talked to her in a couple weeks, I think, and even then, it was it was kind of brief. But I was I I said I don't know what happened but um i'm gonna leave now and here's the problem 
the wedding was about two hours away. It's never like Des Moines or and whatever. Yeah. You know? the, so the wedding was two hours away and I didn't have any of my shit. Yeah. Like I didn't have, usually it's the night before I get everything ready. So I tell them what's going on. They understand. William uh, was really kind and drove my van for me. I called up Becky and I said, okay, here's, I need this, this, and this ready. And we're coming by and we need to leave. And I, I already know at this point that I'm missing the ceremony. Mm-hmm. So I already feel like a bag of shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I get to the house. Uh, Becky has some stuff ready for me. And I'm like, I need the contract because I could have sworn that it said that, that this was on Saturday. And so I I grab the contract. And the first thing I notice is that it says Saturday, the blank, what it, whatever, like, mm-hmm. let's call it the 24th. And I immediately like have this like sigh of relief but i'm still like trying to not be a shitty person and i kind of have like this weird residual guilt from the conversation so i i still keep getting ready really fast blah 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 get get moving and so i send a message on the way i'm like i'm on my way however i need you to know that on the contract it says saturday and so they end up writing back real quick okay we will just have you meet us at the reception and we will be pulling up in our bus about the same time that you get there. That'll work. That'll work. And I'm like, fine, whatever. I'll, yeah. I'll do whatever it is you guys want me to do. And we have a bit of a drive. So during this drive, I kind of come down from my raging anxiety <laughs> attack oh. that I was having. Because I, people trust me with something like that, and I don't really take it lightly. I mean, yeah. I've gotten used to the responsibility right. over, at this point, it would have been like 13 years or something. But I don't want to let people down or screw up. Right. However, on the way there, I'm kind of breaking down everything in my head, and I'm starting to feel <laughs> less of the anxiety And I'm starting to get more angry at the situation and the fact that like even the shortness on the phone of the quick phone call that we had on the way there and kind of the tone when I was at the coffee shop was like, how dare you? You know, you've done this to to our day. And after like reflecting on it a bit, I'm like, you know what? I didn't do shit. And yeah. Yeah. And now I'm busting my ass to get there as quickly as possible. But whatever, you know, uh, by the time I get there, we're going to have like three hours left of the day that I need to be there. But I don't really know what to expect yet. This is turning into a much longer story than I wanted it to be. But essentially, we're there. I'm waiting for everybody to show up. The photographer gets there first. She's really nice, but she says to me, if I were you, I would stay away from the bride because she is livid and in in a nutshell, she feels like you've ruined her wedding day. Okay. It's like, and I'm like, 
all right, but here's the thing. <laughs> the whole time I've had the contract in my back pocket just in case I need to show it to anybody. Because even on the way there, one of them said, well, are you sure it doesn't say like the 23rd, but then accidentally wrote Saturday? And I'm like, no, bitch. This, this says, says Saturday the 24th. So anyway, the bus shows up. I'm outside. I film them all getting out. I'm getting so much fucking side eye from these people getting out of the bus. Like, here we go. Because they know that I wasn't there for the same earlier. Moment, yeah. So they, they've very cleverly deduced that I'm the video guy. Okay. And I'm the one that has tried my best to ruin this day like, okay. for her. Yeah, this right. adds up. This yeah. adds up. And meanwhile, William's just hanging out in, inside, like Ugh. eating snacks off okay. of their Why not? buffet like, table. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I anyway, so the day like we just keep going through the motions and I'm just trying to get all the best shots that I can for them. I touch base with somebody that was at the wedding and they had they had filmed some stuff and they're like, yeah, I'll send you these clips so you can use it in their thing and blah, blah, blah. Now, um, by the time, so we filmed some stuff outside. By the time we get inside, I talk to the mom. Here we go. And the mom is the one that has to pay me. Mm -hmm. And I'm still kind of do everything in full because I blocked off Saturday the 24th for them and didn't book Anybody else, else on this on this day that I could have booked another wedding? If it was so, Friday, yeah, yeah. So I explained this as nicely as I could, and I I knew it. I knew she was going to want to see it, so I showed her the contract. She looked at it. She looked over like at her daughter. Like her daughter didn't want to see it. She didn't want to talk to me. There was like there was no communication. Like all right. However, shortly after. After this conversation with her mom and her mom did pay me and she was like, it was one of those situations where she basically said, it's just crappy that this happened yeah. on this day. But really, it's nobody's fault. And I'm thinking to myself, well, yeah. well, yeah. It's, yeah. it's somebody's fault. Yeah, but it's not. But me. she sounded more like she was on your side. She was she was, was like, yeah. she was on my side as much as I could have expected anybody at that wedding that loved this girl that was getting married to be you know yep, what i mean yeah. she she was on my side as much as she could be and she didn't fight me about the payment mm -hmm. at all like, okay however when she walked away and during any of the downtime while they were at the head table this bride was giving me the worst fucking glares and like she could, she could look anywhere in the room, but all she would do is look where I was, and just it's like fine, I'm hitting record. I don't, I don't know if I ever showed you this. I don't think you ever. Yeah, I heard about this, but, but I took a picture. <laughs> Did you of her? Yes. Like okay, I need to. I, I, you know, I, I have a camera in my hand, and I needed proof of how I was being. And you're hitting record, exactly. and you're being paid to photograph the like. And at this point, she has to be aware. That that it was her fault, <laughs> like because yeah. I told the photographer, I I showed the photographer the contract, just so the photographer didn't think I was a piece of shit. Yeah, you know, 
because I've got somewhat of a reputation yeah. here in Iowa. And I don't need somebody going around shitting on my reputation. And being like, hey, he shows up late. And I'm like, even if, even if I never see these people again, I need to clear the air about this. You need to know that it's your wedding day. How do you get the date wrong? Yeah. Like, I, to their point, I understand writing down the wrong day of the week. But how do you get, like, Becky and I were married on the 15th. You remember the 15th, mm-hmm. no matter what. Well, what day of the week was it? Was it Friday or Saturday? Well, you know, that's an interesting question. Yeah. We, we did think about potentially doing a Friday. No. Yeah. Like, it, it's. <laughs> you, you know it. But you know it's the 15th. Yeah. I don't fucking know, dude. It was crazy. So <laughs> anyway, we're getting to the downtime before they start doing some dance, like first dances and all that. And I'm out of there in about an hour. So somebody comes up to me and and uh, they say, hey, I also have a couple clips for you if you would like them. I recorded them on my phone and I'm like, great, you can airdrop them to me or you can either um, send them over the Internet through like Dropbox or whatever. And she's like, yeah, that's great. And um, by the way, I'm actually going to be the uh, bridesmaid at so-and-so's wedding and you're going to be there. And I'm like, oh, who's that? And she says, oh, the bride's sister. Uh, And she points up to the head table. (laughs) Okay, okay, here we go. So I look at the head table, and somehow this girl knows that we're talking about her and her wedding. And so she waves at me, like one of these, like, kind of half-hearted, like, yep, Mm. so we'll see you in two months. (laughs) And so... That wedding in particular, I asked our mutual friend Kate to go with me. Soften it a little bit. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what to expect from this day, but everyone's moved on from the other one. And it was super weird because it was the same church oh. that they had recorded the clips for me. Oh boy. At. Oh no. <laughs> and so I'm like seeing it in person uh, now and like, oh, this is where I was supposed to be. Like, oh. <laughs> Okay. On Saturday. <laughs> well, no. Well, I think part of it from your other, you've told this a couple of times, but yeah, you confirmed it with like her sister and you said, I look forward to seeing you on Saturday, <laughs> April, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> it's just like, just after to confirm. That, after that, I, I do that all the time. Yeah. If they don't say the date Boldly. to me and it's in like a Facebook message or a text yeah. or something, I always confirm. God. Dude, that year, that year, I don't know if you remember this. It happened twice. I don't know about the second one. Maybe I do. Yeah, I I was at the Iowa State surplus store and a bride had called me and she had written the wrong date on the contract. But we discovered it. Uh, She she wrote uh, Saturday instead of Friday, but we caught it a week before. (laughs) But but I already had like plans for karaoke to be taken care of and somebody was going to handle that yeah while we were on the phone i said um say that one more time she was like so yeah we'll see you on friday and i'm like hold up (laughs) i need to check something because i'm pretty sure you wrote this down and she's and she was very understanding and and this this particular bride not the first one that we're done talking about now Mm -hmm. but (laughs) the one that i have a very classic picture of um 
Uh, yeah. So she, so she says, oh my God, if that's the case, I'm so sorry. So I, I, I get back home, I find the contract and I'm like, yeah, you wrote the wrong date. And so she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, is this still going to work? What do we need to do? And I'm like, hold on. I need to get, I need to get some things figured out here, but let me get back to you. And basically what ended up happening is I told her I could be there, but I needed to leave an hour earlier than what we had talked about. Not a bad deal. And she said, that's fine. No big deal. A lot of times there's enough cushion, you know, during the dance anyway. Yeah. I mean, like this last one that we were at, we didn't need to be there for that extra hour at the end, but it's what they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, wedding stories. I know. Then I think uh, the best thing was uh, we hadn't been to a casino in a very long time. Yeah. And on the way, we passed Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson. Mm -hmm. So we're like, see you later, buddy. It's happening. Hey. And I'd never, you'd been there a couple times. I'd never been there. I think I've only gambled there once, though, and it was very brief. Yeah. And it, it might have been like the time before the Gin Blossoms concert. Yeah. So you'd gambled there and you've gone to a concert there. Yeah. And what you told me is like from from the road and then there's an attached uh, hotel. So from the road, you're looking at this building. like, Oh, my God, this is huge. And then you're like, it's really not that big. <laughs> it's pretty small. And then you go in, <laughs> show the guy your ID, whatever. And you're in this casino and most casinos I've been at, it like it goes on forever. You know, room mm-hmm, after room. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you're standing there, and you could see the back corner of the casino. Of like, this isn't that big. <laughs> was, you know? It's like, but, I mean, they jam-pack it full of fun games. And right. Like but, yeah. yeah. And it, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It, it, was, it was a decent experience. I mean, yeah. for me being down 200 bucks to then getting back up and then leaving only down, like, 50, that Not wasn't bad. so bad. No. It was fun to watch. And, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I tried to get Joe to gamble, uh, everybody. I will get there. I mean, I of, handed him money. I have For gambled. the day. Yes. Granted, it was for services rendered. <laughs> right. However, I mean, come on. I had gambled. But part of me is like, I don't trust myself. I don't Because, you know, you're 21, 22, 23. You do it because you're that age, you know. Yeah. And say, oh, I could do it now. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like when you get older, there's like more... I don't know, there's like more science to it of just kind of like, okay, well, Mm -hmm. all right. So we did like, we were, uh, the guy who checks our ID, I don't know what you call that guy, you know, security guy. that The ID man. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. know. Um, Hey, uh, what, uh, you know, slots are hot. And he's like, well, I can't really tell you, but, you know, I can kind of say that this one and this one over here are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay, we go over there and we wait for like 45 minutes trying to figure out how to play this game. Yeah. And this woman is like up to $1,000 on one, like, and we asked her, and she was super cool, and she was telling us kind of how the game worked and everything. And then we asked her, like, do, do you mind, like, how how many credits did you put in for starters? And she's like, oh, 100 bucks. She's up to like 1100 bucks, And we're like... <laughs> All right, this pays Not out. Not a bad deal. Not a bad deal. It took us a while to get there. Yeah. Um, and then you did blackjack, and then I was trying to like follow how everyone bet, you know, because mm-hmm. you kind of you put down twenty with two five or was it twenty? Yeah, it was uh, two chips. Yeah, it was two chips. I forget the amount. Yep. And then you got enough, and then you basically took them back, and then you had a stack of three. And then you won something, taken back, you had a stack of four. Yeah. Like, bunk, bunk, bunk. Like, had like this. Increment. I always, whenever I win 
on blackjack, I will always stack one more chip on my just to kind of like on my uh, bet. incrementally. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 I was like, okay, okay. And then I was like looking at other guys, and like, how are they betting? And like, okay, uh, but that was fun. If you sat next to me and played that for like a half hour, you would start catching on on like when to hit, when to not, mm-hmm. and you know the the hardest ones are figuring out the numbers in which you should double down on or split. Mm-hmm. And and that's not even that hard. C- craps is where it gets like, confusing because yeah. there's so many different things that you could possibly bet on. But for some reason, they didn't have craps up that night. No, no. But there is one more thing that we need to talk about. Here we go. And that is from the wedding that we were at yeah. that day. If you remember what happened at the end of the ceremony. That's correct. I can tell. <laughs> that, that's, I I don't believe that they are listeners of the podcast. but And I'm not going to get into too much detail here. But there was a situation that went down that I felt really bad about. But again, it wasn't really my fault because they didn't tell me what was going to happen. So for the wedding... I was tasked with live streaming it for them. And they set up the live stream and all the passwords and everything. And it was basically so a few people out there could watch it that couldn't make it, but mostly grandma and grandpa in Texas. And so I worked pretty hard that day getting that live stream set up because we were having a lot of internet issues Mm -hmm. being kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And I mean, there's like nothing to this town. The father... Uh, the father of the groom bought like three things that look like little orange hockey pucks that were supposed to be hot spots for this company that goes through a satellite. I don't know. And he was like, yeah, they were working great when we used them. He didn't sound like that. Right. But um, it was Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give these a shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus. So I I finally get it figured out. And the only way I can do it is by using my own personal hotspot on my phone. But I'm willing to do it. It You know, it's 40 minutes of streaming video. If I get a higher bill back, you know, they paid me to do the wedding. Yeah. So whatever, it, it'll it'll work out. But for that video, I needed to put a mic on the groom so everyone listening could hear the vows. Yeah. And I do this all the time. And so I get that plugged into my camera. I get the the lav mic on him. We're good to go. And typically, after a wedding, they kind of meet outside of the church or, you know, kind of in a lobby area. And then I can catch them with the microphone. He is 100% aware that, I don't know if people are catching on where this is going, But he's 100% aware that I'm recording what's on this microphone. Now, he is also just continuing living his life and enjoying his wedding day. Wedding ends. They leave the sanctuary and then go down towards the basement. And I go around the corner like I always do. I'm following them out and trying to keep like a steady shot. Mm -hmm. And so they're going downstairs. And then I realize because... Behind them, they start closing the door to downstairs so they can have a personal moment between the two of them. And I'm like, that's okay. It's no big deal. You just got married. It seemed like they kept things pretty 
profesh, so to speak, before getting getting married. So maybe they needed to uh, sow some Get royal oats. <laughs> yeah. However, after about 15, 20 seconds, I realize, oh, shit. Wait a minute. <laughs> We're still streaming this uh, to everybody. Watch and <laughs> they couldn't make it to the thing. So I run over. I hit stop on the thing. I unplug the the mic feed from the camera. And I know that there's been about maybe 50 or 60 seconds that the door has been closed. And things have transpired behind the door. And I don't know what it is. But I had to think as fast as I could. Now, anybody that was watching, one would think this this was my rationalization is that anybody that cared about them, if they realized that that was happening, they would have turned it off. Mm -hmm. Because they know that they've been mic'd up following the whole thing because they could hear everything. Even when they went around the thing in front to do the PB&J thing and they were getting that stuff ready. Oh, yeah. If they talked to each other back there, that was on the mic. But I haven't, you know, I didn't know about it. He just knew that that mic was going to the camera. Yeah. Now, maybe he had forgot. Obviously, he forgot. Yeah. There's no maybe about it. But I shut it down, and then I start trying to do damage control by reaching out to the company that we were going through to try to delete the video as quickly as possible. Because typically on this site, once it, once it's done airing, once it's done going live, it stays up there so everybody could watch it. But I can't trim it on there. Oh, yeah. Or anything, so I need to figure out a way to make it so people can't like. Yeah, if they're, want- if they're being pieces of shit, they could say, "Hey, did you see what? Check out this link." Uh-huh. You could, yeah, and it's them after they wait till the end. Yeah, so I start going through the. I delete it on my end, but then I keep clicking the link, and I'm like, "It's still there. It's still there." So then I go through customer service, and my phone's at like four percent for running this this hotspot for it. And long story short, I got a hold of somebody through uh, customer service and they're like, yeah, it is still up there. Let me take care of that. So she took care of it. Well, at first, the lady was like, maybe it's in your browser cache. And I'm like, no, like a full 45 minute (laughs) video is just saved in my cache. Like, I don't think so. But we got it. We got it off of there. And later on, I, I wasn't necessarily going to say anything to them, but. Uh, like I think it was they had left and so this would have been like a half hour later or something like that I went up to him and I'm like hey I'll take the microphone and he looked at me and then looked at her and they're like oh was this still recording when like we went downstairs and like we said a couple things and I'm like like yeah it was but I like I stopped it as soon as I could as you know as soon as I realized that you guys were going down there and and they're like oh okay but they didn't seem like Two words. They were yeah. two. Like, yeah. So I'm guessing it was like maybe PG 13. Yeah. I don't like, know. <laughs> but, but still, to- it's like totally not my fault. Like fucking panic because I mode. Can't, like, because I can't like yank it from him. First of all, I didn't know that they were going down there. Yeah. And I couldn't just like pull it off of his jacket. Hold on. <laughs> because it was like down his vest and yeah. in his back pocket. And yeah. For the for the battery. Lapel pack. Mine. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, God. But that was fun. It was good that it was discreet and everyone was like on the same page. Yeah. And you had told me about it because like I didn't know like I'm like, okay. So I go downstairs and 
okay, I'm getting my stuff, and well, I, I should probably go outside. And, all. and you're mm-hmm. like, I did not expect what happened. Like, <laughs> like what? What did the camera? Did something out? He's like, no, this uh, what they said, and they went. I'm like, oh, so I knew about it. You knew about, it, and that was it. Like four of us. Yeah. Bride and groom, videographers. That's it. Yep. And then like they did the meet and greet line or whatever the receiving line, mm-hmm. and uh, then they're like, "No, we totally appreciate it. We're just, yeah, I guess we're a little bummed that it can't just be up there, but we greatly appreciate it." <laughs> it's like, okay, I right. was just in full just on like, damage control uh, mode, and I'm like, even even with them knowing that it happened, I didn't want it up there for them to be able to watch it and know what happened exactly. And like, yep, and yep. not not to save face for myself at all right but because still. because again you guys should have told me like, yeah. that you were heading downstairs for a makeout session just saying just let the guys know yeah. no judgment exactly just tell the photographers so we need a minute but, but i didn't want them to go back and feel embarrassed about yeah, it yeah and be like Uh-oh. and so out out of sight out of mind yep I'm because like, nope. it, yeah as as the days go on they're not even going to remember that yeah. that happened especially if it was just for like a couple. It sounds like it was for grandma, grandpa. You right. Know, it wasn't. Too well, many there people. was a few people on this thing. There, it's like a virtual guest book. Mm-hmm. So I saw about five different ones, and most of them were saying like, "Oh, it was such a beautiful ceremony. We love you." Blah blah blah. Like nobody left a comment like, "Ooh la la, forty two <laughs> minutes." <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, but you know, that's the point too. Is like you get rid of that video because we're filming it, and then they're gonna. They're going to put that video out. Yeah. Like, that's our wedding video. I'm like, oh, look at the day. Yeah, exactly. And rest assured, I'm not going to give them that yeah. portion of the audio. By the way. And like, Becky, I told Becky about the situation, and she's like, did you listen to it? And I'm like, I haven't yet, but it's like, it's there. Why not? But <laughs> they, it, I'm guessing it was pretty PG, you know? You know, we'll they, because me. they weren't down there that long. I know. Yeah. But still, I just. I don't know. I felt really it was one of those things where it like instantly I'm like, oh, God, how do I fix this? <laughs> Hurry up. Let's go. Like, ah! <laughs> But like at the time, I'm just focusing on getting good shots and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, yikes. It's like <laughs> I'm becoming a different uh, kind of videographer. There you go. Oh, what happens behind the scenes mm. at a wedding? <laughs> yikes. Hey, break time. There we go. <laughs> yes. So many wedding stories. I know. Now it's time for some funerals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to film funerals in Iowa City. It's never funeral season. A company, it's it's always, al- or is it always funeral season? It is, because it's always, oh, it's wedding season. It's so we can't talk about that. That's a terrible topic. Funerals? Funerals are great. Are they? In some circumstances. Go on. One funeral. If you hated the guy. Right. You're like, woo. Well, one. Uh, You're in the back yeah. in a long chair. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking a beer. Um, Fuck you, Ben. <laughs> Just want to see you go in the ground. Um, one funeral uh, was my great Uncle Harold. Okay. And that was like the best funeral because that is an appropriate named older uncle. It is. Harold. And he was 90s in his 90s, somewhere around there. Yeah. Old age. That's all it was. Yeah. He wasn't suffering. He wasn't like 90s is good for a dude, yeah. man. So for that particular if You've got that in your jeans? I know. Good God. I know. But for that particular funeral, 
No one was sad. I mean, like, I mean, people were kind of like, eh, it oh. could, it can actually be like a celebration yeah. of his life. And it was yeah. like, I got to see my cousins. I haven't seen in a while. My uncle came back to town. Like I got to see some relatives. I'm like, Oh, all right. And we just like, well, let's take care of business. Here we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. just like that, I think was probably the best funeral I went to in a weird way of saying that. But, uh, you know, it, he didn't suffer and he was just old. And so it wasn't like anything sad by any means. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't married. So it wasn't like his, his wife and kids were like, Oh no, we're, you know, it's just, all right, he's gone. Here we go. Let's party. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that was a bizarro one, but, uh, yeah, I've been reading like on, on YouTube that, uh, the funeral business is getting like hit hard because of COVID and like, it's just constant burials and you name it. And yeah, I wonder, this is a weird place to go, but like the cost of lumber is through the roof. It is. And so I don't know how that is for like coffins and stuff. I don't know how many coffins are weird. Well, most, most caskets are metal now. Oh yeah. They call them caskets now, not coffins. Coffins. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so it's just kind of like it's the funeral business is actually losing money because the cost of funerals are going up and more people are turning towards cremation and like less Mm -hmm. they're paring everything down because of covid you can't really have a huge gathering so therefore okay let's do let's do like a cremation uh it costs less and uh then we don't have to worry about like an actual you know you do a cremation you can keep that person as long as you want to Mm mm-hmm then you don't have to pay for like a you know a, a plot or whatever. But uh, dude, it's so disgusting how like I don't know I don't know how we got to this point where we have okay so you have funerals. I don't know where we got to the point where it was open casket. Yeah, and like no one in my f- either side of the family has ever done cremation. Every funeral I've been anybody? to, anybody? No. Wow. No. Like, I mean, I've been to other people's funerals that I'm not related to, and they've done cremation, but it's like, come on, who's going to break the mold here? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know who started that, where you, you know, you show your dead person, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then, like, how much time and energy goes into embalming a person, and then there's a makeup artist. Yeah. And then you get a casket, which a casket's not cheap. And then you have to, like, pay a dude with a backhoe to fill out you know dig a hole for you and use gas money (laughs) like i mean really like both options are it's just weird to think about like you know taking up a spot in the ground or just turning yourself into ashes it's weird it is ashes aren't that's not so weird i guess well i mean just like the whole like the whole thing is weird first of all it starts being weird when you're here and then you're gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah. All right. So what do we do with this thing that used to be a person? Yeah. And that's strange. So embalming is a thing where you know you are. We really talking it about? Is. No, no, it no. Is. I, I'm just. It's funny that we're going from weddings to, to funerals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just strange. Well, we got the yeah. So like embalming, it's like a process that you know preserves the body for an extended amount of time. Yeah. Now, if you think of like Ronald Reagan. They put his ass on tour for like a month before they put his ass in the ground. Are you, seriously? Yeah. I didn't know that. This is like, like open casket? 
uh, not open casket per se, maybe for like close family, I want to say, but mm. they brought him to his hometown. They put him on, you know, they put him to DC and then they, they put him on like a tour. And it was just like, I remember my aunt just like, just put him in the ground. He's getting gross. He's getting gross. You know, but like most funerals that we know for mm. around here, it's always like they die on like a Monday and then by Friday is usually like a funeral or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like four or five days to be, you know, you can be preserved for a very long time with formaldehyde. Yeah. But we're talking like three days. Like, why? Anyway, <sighs> it's just... What, what's your favorite Ronald Reagan quote? And I'm saying this because I'm going to tell you mine. Mm, do you know any? I don't think I do. Except for uh, like Back to the Future. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Welcome to the cafe <laughs> where it's always morning, <laughs> even in the afternoon. <laughs> he, well, no, there's that, but he also referenced Back to the Future in one of his speeches. Oh, yes, that's like, true. Because where we're going, we don't need roads. Anyway, you <laughs> yeah. were right there with me because yeah. I wanted to say the cafe 80s yes. thing. Yes. So anyway, so that was the thing. But anyway. Anyway, we can get off death, but yeah, that's my two uh, cents worth. Let's, how about we get on death? Let's get on death. How about, yeah, how about we get on death. right. So I don't know, and then you have to play. You have to pay for a plot, and mm-hmm. that's like thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's like why are we in caskets? Like that's true. It's so much goddamn money. Yeah, and how? Like, why does this box cost as much as a used car? Yeah, and then like think of the real estate in the ground of how much space it's so weird like and the thing is is that it's like like you're not gonna know like you know before you go but then i don't know we're done let's move on to the news it's weird here we go (laughs) wow it's time for the news oh i i would love to keep it light i know i know (laughs) Uh, one of the things going on now is uh, the state level Republicans are making it easier to go after protesters. But it, have how? you heard anything I about have, that? No. Well, go on. So in a number of states. Now, I found an article about this. I heard about it a few days ago on NPR. And it's kind of weird. And it's very much the right trying to stop a lot of these protests and it's very anti the type of protests like black lives matter and so here i'll just read some of it in the wake of last year's black lives matter protests republican lawmakers are advancing a uh aa number Mm -hmm. (laughs) already there's a typo in this thank you vox uh of new anti-protest measures at the state level including multiple bills that specifically make it easier for drivers to run down protesters. No joke. The most recent example of such a law came Wednesday when Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stritt, mm, Mm -hmm. nice name, uh, signed a new law that effectively allows drivers to hit people with a car in a specific set of circumstances. Under the new law, an Oklahoma driver will no longer be liable for striking or even killing a person if the driver is fleeing from a riot under a reasonable belief that fleeing was necessary to protect the motor vehicle operator from serious injury or death. The measure also creates new penalties for protesters who obstruct who obstruct streets or vehicle traffic, including hefty fines up to $5,000 
and as much as a year in jail. Critics argue that the law will allow people to specifically target public protesters with little ramification, but Republicans have prompted similar measures alongside the rise of the movement for Black Lives Matter in recent years, and such laws have received renewed conservative support after last summer's protest movement. So there's hefty fines in place. And yeah, if you happen to be in your vehicle, like, okay, here's, here's here's the biggest problem with it, is that if you happen to be somebody that leans right and you make your way into a protest, if you just so happen... To find your way down there and you decide that you're, air quotes here, fleeing because you feel like you're in danger, realistically, you could hit as many people as you wanted to. Yeah. And you wouldn't be liable for it. That's kind of fucked. It is. When, if you're in a riot, most in, like, what's what's a good percentage here? 99.9% of the time, you would be safe if you just stayed in your car. Yep. Even in most recent protests, they've gone after public property or business fronts or whatever, which everybody feels different about that, but they're not like going after cars with people in them. No. Right? So if you don't feel safe, just sit in your fucking car. Yeah, it's like a drive-through zoo. Yeah, or something you know. Weird. I want to. I want to find more of the uh, more examples of what they're doing. Uh, this is another article. A common theme for protesters is the demand for change in police tactics and policies, but at the same time, Republican-led states are countering with new laws penalizing protesters. Do you say penalizing or penalizing? Penalize. Thank you. Penalize. That's what that's what people say. Penalize. It's a thing. Uh, a new law in Florida, which the governor there described as the quote strongest anti-rioting pro-law enforcement measure in the country, end quote, denies bail for defendants accused of committing crimes during protest until their first court appearance. And a recent, and then there's the Oklahoma law as well. Um, let's see. Yeah, I want to say one of the states that I was hearing about on the radio said that if you were arrested there um, for what state was that? I want to say it was like Michigan or something. I could be wrong, but it was like $15,000 bail. Mm. Not terrible, but still. No, but it's that's like doable, but it's extreme. Like if you're in the area, right? When it goes down and you happen to get arrested, fifteen thousand dollars. What the fuck? Yeah. So I don't know. That's news, I suppose. You know, and around here, uh, around I, here, yes. And uh, counting crows. Uh, Iowa legislation has been proposed for uh, parents to teach their own kids driver's ed. Without, yeah. Without going through like a proper class or a licensed That's professional. True. I guess at the end of the day, they had to pass a test. Yeah, you still have to pass the test. So I hope your parent doesn't suck. I don't know. At teaching you stuff. I think it comes down to like 
old school Iowa where, you know, mostly farmers of, well, I drove a tractor when I was six, you know, so I know how to drive. Whatever you say, Harold. Yep, I know. It was like, <laughs> I don't know why we're stepping backwards. It's yeah. just like, all right, hook me up at the gun shop. Well, where I can go. what do you think about the those? Lo- do you feel that that's merited? Do you feel like it's, that's too like, rough on like? If it's discouraging protesting, yep. then what do you have that you can do in Pro- order to try to bring forth change? Protest. And it's not going to fix anything. Like, people don't care. At the end of the day, if you're that passionate, you're not going to care about any fines. You know? Yeah, but what if you can't pay those fines? There's a payment plan. Like, you know? It doesn't, I mean, yeah, because if if we're talking about the Black Lives Matter... yeah stuff if a good portion of those people protesting are black because of where we are and us being the country that we are a lot of those people aren't as well off and may not be able to afford yeah those fines so they're saying that that's going to be a huge deterrent and i mean granted people need to be aware of the laws yeah so i don't know how loudly they're announcing these things on but it's also suppression in a way. And oh, it like, absolutely is. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. I don't know. It's Stupid. fucked. Everything's but, being suppressed because I think the right realized after after this election that they're like, oh, things didn't go our way. Oh, okay. Let's shorten early voting laws. Let's shorten yeah. mail-in voting in Georgia. And like, nope, nope. You get, haha, <laughs> you can't vote here. You can't like. So weird. Ah, okay. You have to fix what didn't work for you. Yeah. Did, uh, how long is that Georgia thing going to last? Like, is that until another governor is elected? What do you mean, Georgia? Like, like, what? well, the, the, the voter suppression stuff that they've been getting away with. Mm-hmm. Cause what was the most recent law in Georgia that really set back? I think it was something I don't, ugh, I, sh- I feel like it was something along the lines of like early voting yeah. or something like that where, you know, uh, and then now, like I read, uh, what was it on the news yesterday? It was about the census. So uh, we have like a 2020 census uh, and California lost a seat and Texas gained a seat and mm-hmm. Iowa stayed the same. But uh, they said that they were going to redistrict uh, like gerrymander everything pretty mm-hmm. much. So that's going to be interesting to see. And they said basically that it does not favor Democrats uh, the way that the census went and seats went in different states. Uh, so we'll see what four years from now or two years from now, whenever seats are up, um, how that's going to go. Um, mm-hmm. But, we'll, you know, we'll see. It's kind of weird. Okay. So the new Georgia voting laws. Uh, the first one is early voting expands in most Georgia counties. Uh-huh. Number two, ID is now required not just for in-person voting, but also for mail-in voting. Number three, absentee voting. New rules regulate drop boxes and shorten time frames for yeah. requesting and returning mail ballots. They're making it harder. Yeah, that's fucked. And then, and yeah, and if there's not as many, like, fuck you. Like, we all know like what you, you're doing. Yeah, you don't want everybody to vote. Yeah. Fuck you. We all know what you're doing. <laughs> Number four, food and drink distribution to voters in line by non-poll workers yep. is banned. Yep. But, quote, self-service water stands are allowed. Mm-hmm. It's 
So, so my brother had a workaround on that one. Uh, he's like, I'm going to do a, what is it? Okay, so voters are in line. They're not allowed to be given water, but mm-hmm. I'm going to have modern art on the ground of plastic <laughs> cups. Now, the plastic cups need to be weighed down by water. Ah, and it w- I see what you did. It would be a shame if someone stole a piece of my art. It's <laughs> 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 just like... <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Either that or everybody gets a free camel back. So, yeah, and you can just, fill it up at home. Just <laughs> exactly. Like, mine's Kool-Aid. <laughs> For those of you that don't know what a camelback is, yeah. it's one of those. It's a backpack that's filled with water. Yeah, it's great. And it's great for skiing or two, voting. I have two of those. Yeah. yeah. Um, other news. Yes. We talked about this briefly earlier today. Uh, Elon Musk yes. is going to be hosting Saturday Night Live. And apparently, with Miley Cyrus, not everybody's that happy about it. There's people. Well, okay, it's not only that; it's people in the cast that yeah. aren't happy about it. Like, yeah. I think maybe Ad Bryant spoke up about. It. I there, don't want to. Yeah, don't quote th- me on that. There's one. that. Um, there's her. There's there's a few people that were at least in one article yeah. that I saw. But I, it makes me wonder what the what can they get away with before they get in trouble with Lauren. Yeah, because Lauren makes the ultimate shit. decision, you know, yeah. and I, you would think that, you know, Donald Trump hosted like shortly before election of 2016. Mm-hmm. He wasn't president yet. Right. But I would imagine more people would be upset about that. Was that about the same time that Fallon did the rustling of the hair? Yes. Yeah. And a lot of people. Well, here's the thing is that like NBC, he's on He's on NBC, like a celebrity apprentice. Was right. On, it was you know. his. He was associated with yeah. that network. So therefore, if you are going on any show associated with NBC, Jimmy Fallon, like you're you're going to play nice. Yeah. Because yeah. you're on the same payroll. You're mm-hmm. you're a coworker kind of thing. So I've seen clips online of like, oh, I didn't realize that NBC goes soft on Trump because he's he's on the payroll. Right. You know, because like, oh, here's Jimmy Fallon. Like, you know, he's on like, let's say Colbert. I don't think he'd ever have him. But let's just say, and I would imagine him being a little bit more tough on questions. Yeah. And like, what are you going to do about this? What about that? Blah, blah, blah. And then Jimmy Fallon, like, hey, can I, can I rope your hair? <laughs> you know, and then uh, and then SNL. People laid into him about that. That yeah. was unfortunate. He's but the thing is that he he's the nice guy yeah. on TV. He wants so everyone to like him. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then uh, SNL happens, and it's like, you know what? Like, whoever it is, there's always a funny sketch. Like, yep. I don't like Trump, but there was a couple funny sketches that he was in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that was all right. That, and, and it wasn't political, and it wasn't, you know, all Trumpy. It was just funny, you know? Right. It could have yeah. been anyone in that room, but it was just kind of like, all right, I like that one. That was yep. a good one. You know, so I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Elon Musk is a different dude. I don't get it. Like, it's just you know he's a billionaire who cares well like there's other people that uh, have apparently there's a lot of people that like i get it but i think the big part of it is like you know uh would it be any different if like jeff bezos hosted or would that be the same kind of thing i think it would be worse you know if bezos was hosting because then you're meeting the guy who's like the most richest guy in the world How was first of all how was musk even selected What's that process like? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know if there's like typically you promote something. So I don't know what the hell he's promoting. You know? uh, his vehicle 
murder. I guess. I guess. But, two people. Two people. But typically, usually, you know, we're getting down to it. This is going to be May 8th. Okay. Yeah. And typically, that's when the he- the big ballers come out because it's towards the end of the season. Right. You know, yeah. you typically get someone big in the beginning of the season. Uh, you get someone big during Christmas time. Yeah. And then you get someone kind of big towards the end of the season. And I, honestly, I don't know if he's promoting anything or what, but it gets eyes on on screen, mm-hmm. you know, and then the reporters are going to watch it. Yeah. You know, and they're going to people. Are I gonna, mean, don't you know, get me wrong. He's a huge get like he's yeah. a big name. I don't know how it happens. I don't know how Lauren's like, you know what? Elon Musk. Let's give him a call. like. I, yeah. I don't know how that unfolded. I wonder you know? if he does that or if other people approach him with ideas. That could and then like. He what makes, do you think about this person? Then he makes the ultimate because there's yeah. no way that Lauren has his finger on the pulse of True. everything in the entertainment yeah. industry. He's because 75. like some of the yeah, some of the people that I see, he's almost eighty, getting on stage, especially the music acts. Yeah, like I, that's. Those are the things on TV that make me feel the oldest. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know who the fuck this person is. Yeah. And I remember watching SNL years ago. Where every week was like, oh, Cisco. Yeah. I, oh, I know so exactly who it is the all the time. Yeah. Because like, because I was I was hip. I was young. You know, I wonder. I was a I was fucking hot joe i was the i was the hottest thing out there and i I knew everything that was going on Mm -hmm. and you know what right now and i don't know if part of it is like sites like tmz and and other gossipy shit you know that they reach further for more people yeah but anymore any things that i see any articles that i see out there i'm like who yeah, who's this guy? <laughs> like, why do I give a shit about this person? Yeah, and that's the same thing with I've been watching The Masked Singer. And every single season of The Masked Singer, there's always like, oh, I'm a Twitch streamer. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. No, today, uh, you know. today, Kara made me, she set an alarm on my phone for two o'clock. Oh, shit. <laughs> because I had to go to this website called U2s, Y-O-U-T-O-O-Z, because these YouTubers or streamers or whatever are having these like, they look like pop figures, oh. but different. But it's a figure of them. And she was like, I want to get the uh, figure of this YouTube YouTuber, or some girl from, seems like maybe Germany or something like that. But she's a huge deal and her thing was going live today so you could pre-order one of these things. And not only that, but it's like. You know, Kara doesn't ask for a lot. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And so I did it. It's like 30 fucking dollars for this thing. And I'm like, who? Who's this guy? Who is this? Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. So I don't know. It's just like, you know, I'd be curious to see. Uh, I don't know. I mean, your daughter's approaching high school. Don't remind me. I know. But I'm curious to see the pool of high school mm-hmm. kids from freshman to senior who watches SNL, you know? I oh, uh, now? Yeah. Nobody. That's the thing. It's like, I was in tune with it since middle school. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I, I've loved the show. I still, you know, it's just kind of a weird, it makes me wonder if that's why that they're booking di- way different acts. You know what I'm saying? Call Kara. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to ask her what Saturday Night Live is. <laughs> Okay. Kara. Yes. Come downstairs. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. 
Yeah, this is happening. Here we go. And she might because we watch it. Uh, yeah. Around here. But I wonder her peers and like, you yeah. know, like, and maybe that's why that they're booking such a wild musical guest. I don't know. Come in. Come on in. We got a question for you. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> don't be weird. Come here. What is Saturday Night Live? It's a funny show. I know. <laughs> I remember. I've seen it before. There you go. What happens on yeah, it? Yeah. I don't know. It's been a while. I haven't True. seen it. Tell, it tell me one thing that happens on Saturday Night Live. Or as the regs say, as Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I feel like I'm thinking of the wrong show. What show are you thinking of? What happens on it? He, they would like he would write letters to random things and people. I don't remember what that was, but I remember it are was like. Are you talking about Jimmy Fallon? That might be like it. The thank you, the yeah. thank you well, notes. He was on. Yeah, SNL. I think that's what he, I'm thinking. He, of. he, he was on used SNL. to be on SNL. He was a cast member on there, and they get. That's what I'm thinking of because that's where I remember. It's saying. a show yeah. with skits on it. That they put together, and then there's a musical guest, and then more skits, and then another segment with that same musical guest, and then typically one more yeah, one sketch. Or two. Yeah. Do you have any idea what we're talking about? <laughs> no, I remember only the thank you note thing. That's all I remember from those shows. Well, there you go. There we go. There you go. I think we got the information yep. we need. <laughs> I, used to, I used to watch it because I'd sleep on the couch, and then we'd do that. Okay. Rock on. Okay. okay. Mom's you. Colin. Bye. All right. Thanks for being on the show. There we go. <laughs> that, again, yeah. that is not the same show. <laughs> okay. Love you. Bye. So close. So close. All right. Well, that, okay. Does that help? That's one person. We need about 200 more <laughs> for classmates. <laughs> now, however, mm-hmm. Obviously, this is something that I would watch in my house. Right. So if anybody had an opportunity to be exposed to it, it's her. It would be, yeah. But it's interesting that she would think that Jimmy Fallon, that the show, The Tonight Show, would be SNL. She's not that far off. I mean, she's kind of. She is, but yeah. (laughs) The only reason that she's not that far off is because... Fallon was on SNL. That's right. Same building, couple floors. Same bad time. There you go. <laughs> Same bad time. <laughs> um, when were you? When did you discover SNL? I guess. Did someone tell you about oh, it? Did you tune in? Did you kind of go? It like, was just always around. Like, what is this? You know? But I don't remember starting to really watch it until high school. And you're going to be mad about this. Mad about you? No. And <laughs> tell me why. I love you like I do. Tell me who. So when I first started watching, it was Norm Macdonald, yeah, Dennis Miller, mm-hmm. like a, like a lot of those guys. Yeah. I remember watching with Farley, yeah, on there. Um, yeah, I probably watched some in junior high, but I remember watching more. It would have been about the time that Norm was playing Bob Dole. Oh, yeah, Bob Dole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. yeah okay. That's when I remember really starting to watch it more regularly. But it wasn't all the time because I was in high school and I right. had shit to do. Right. And it's at 10. And it at wasn't night. schoolwork. Exactly. Right. I know. So yeah. I was just I was too busy doing high school stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I was probably, you know. I think it got to the point where we were watching like older 80s movies 
that mm-hmm. had Steve Martin in it. Yeah. And then I think Dad had a conversation with us of just like, now he was on a show explaining called who Saturday. he was. And I'm like, what? Yeah. 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 And I think we went, I, you know, I wish I remembered what the, I wish I remembered the first live Saturday Night Live I watched, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Austin Powers came out and I was a huge Mike Myers fan. Uh, I would have been in middle school. Wait. Okay. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best That's videos right. of all time. Yeah. Did Mike Myers ever play Austin Powers on SNL? No, he didn't. That's interesting. No, he never did. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. So uh, that was about the time I jumped on board because my parents, he's he's hosting, he's hosting tonight. He's And then like, oh my God, I gotta go. So did he see. just do Wayne's World or what? Uh, hell, it would have been like 2002 or whenever, whenever and the first one came has out. he know. done, has he played Wayne every time he's been on SNL? I want to o- outside of yeah. Well, he hasn't been on SNL for a while, like even as like a cameo right, or whatever. Right, but right. I know, like you know, obviously for like the forty fifth, uh, that was the special Saturday. Oh, you know, yeah, he played Wayne and Garth or whatever. Um, but that yeah, I the, forget the fiftieth is coming up. I know, so man, I don't know if they'll do some or not. But oh, um, yeah, I remember about that time. It was probably about 2001, 2002, whenever Austin Power yeah, The first one came out in 98, which means I would have been 9, 10. Yeah, yeah. I think that would have been a little early. So I think six, maybe sixth grade or so. Yeah, maybe a bit early. But I think what solidified SNL was the DVDs, that they had the best of Chris uh, Farley, yes. the best of Mike Myers, the best of Will Ferrell, and those just kept coming. Best of Tim Meadows, best of Anna Gasteyer. Those VHS tapes were like, everywhere. Then they turn, well, then and they the turned DVDs. into DVDs, and yeah. they had all the volumes, and then like... Will Will Ferrell set the record of having three best ups. Yeah, because he was so fucking funny. Uh huh. And it had behind the scenes stuff that was like, oh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like it had like Will Ferrell's one of Will Ferrell's had like behind the scenes of like, okay, typically Saturday Night Live will have a you know they'll have a dress rehearsal and like okay and that's what they do um and that's when they know what sketches to cut and this was one sketch that was cut because. Will Ferrell just had everyone. He just stayed in character, and he had everyone laughing, and you mm-hmm. could just see everyone breaking. Well, it's because he always he would always play it straight. Yeah, and then he he also enjoyed that if a sketch wasn't working, he relished in that, and he's mm-hmm. like, okay, if this isn't working, this is really all right. I'm gonna make you all feel uncomfortable. Here we go. <laughs> so this particular sketch, they showed the sketch and it was, oh my God, it was so funny, but it went a little long. It was just one of those that was cut and he played a prospector, you know, <laughs> and it was one of those things where they were getting like, oh, what was it? They were getting, I think like drafted for war. So mm-hmm. it was like, think regular camouflage. Yeah. It, it would have been modern day. Yeah. And then they're like, I don't know what his name was. And then it was like, yes, reporting for duty. And he's like this prospector with the lantern wow. and all that. And then everyone's like cracking up and all that. You can see all the cast members just like losing it. <laughs> and just like, <laughs> it's like, yes, I used to find prairie dogs and hunt prairie dogs. And you know the sound because they go, and just like, it was just like a shit show. That's uh, great. But some of those DVDs had some of the, some behind the scenes stuff and it was, that's how I learned SNL and then of course the internet came out and yeah. I used to download transcripts to my favorite sketches oh, funny. and like read through them and like memorize them and just yeah. oh my god this is so great and and uh, that's you know eventually you learned with YouTube like all the behind the scenes and like wow what was the sketch 
what was it about? Like, I remember what happened, but I don't remember the premise where he was wearing like an American flag, like yes, underwear. That was Patriot Day. So that was Sean William Scott hosted, and oh, it was a meeting. That's right. And they said, like, well, thank you all for, uh, you know, showing off your uh, patriotism today, and I appreciate it. <laughs> and then he comes in, hey guys, hey gang, I'm sorry I'm late. I'm sorry I'm late. And he's just wearing it. And that, and that particular <laughs> sketch, uh, you'll hear in interviews where he actually wore like shorts, like yeah. shorts. And so they did dress rehearsal, and uh, they're you know they're like the shorts you're wearing, they're like cargo shorts. Kinda. Oh right, they're just above the knee, but you know he's not wearing a shirt, and that's all he's wearing. And it's like, a, well, well, the the policy said that you know you know that it would the dress code would be relaxed if we could show our patriotism, you know. <laughs> And he's like, right, but those shorts are a little short. So then for actual live, he went in and cut them down to damn near nothing. And he didn't tell anyone. <laughs> so he did this shit all the time. And then he came in and everyone, you know, and then there's Rachel Dratch. It's just like so good. Trying to hold it. And then there's there's Horatio Sands. like, you're the best in the biz. <laughs> just like... Look, I'm sorry if I offended anyone. I mean, uh, you do all know that I'm way proud to be an American, right? You do know that I love this country more, more than absolutely anything? Well, I'm sorry you had to see my ass cheeks. And my nugget pouch. And my bulge. I guess what it all comes down to is that the angle of my dangle is inversely proportional to the, the heat of my meat, right? What the hell are you talking about? Get out of here! Okay, that last part was inappropriate. I'll give you that. But just remember this. The U.S. of A. is the greatest country on the face of the earth, and for that... I will make no apologies. <laughs> and then he did that same thing with. Uh, oh, I want to rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, the cowbell sketch. Yeah, he did the same thing. Now you know dress rehearsal went well, and then he went and found a shirt that was maybe six inches shorter. Yeah, so his belly's hanging out, yep. and then. <laughs> Everyone's just cracking up. Fellas, hey, I got a fever. If Bruce Dickinson wants more cowbell, we should probably give him some more cowbell. And just like... Oh, my God. It's so good. I want to go back and watch some of those. That shit just stuck with me. You know, it's just like, oh, my God. Oh, man. So, I I mean, that was my exposure to SNL was like early middle school. And then I just like loved it that it was live well you weren't that you weren't yeah. that far behind me actually no it was live it was funny yeah and i got the idea of like oh they well they they just write their own sketches and they put it on tv yeah like, and well, it certainly why can, why can it certainly that? appeals to a certain kind of person even yeah. if you are a kid yeah you know and, it, you, you got to be into it in order to yeah. be into it in high school mid high school is a little rough because that's when we lost uh some of the big hitters you know like will ferrell left right and a few people so we were kind of in that zone of that was like, rough we yeah. had we had fred armison we had a lot of good people but it wasn't blending like it used to and that's mm-hmm. when we had a lot of sketches that were 
just they went long and they just kind of lost the point. And well, uh, a lot of people, you know, and I loved Mad TV, and that was leading up right to Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and Mad TV had more of a punch and more of a this is it, boom, 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 done, next sketch, boom, boom, boom. Granted, that was pre-recorded, but still funny. I really liked you know? Nicole. Nicole Sullivan. Who, yes. Yeah. She was one of my favorites. Yeah. On Mad Will TV. Sasso. Yeah. Uh, we had Artie Lang, and that's where yeah, we had Artie. Yeah. That was early Mad TV. And then yeah. we also had they were nobodies, but you know, we had uh Key and Peel. They were on Mad TV. Oh, yeah. But they were kind of nobodies at the time, you know. Uh but yeah, the, I, I mean, loved watching that show and all that. It's like I grew up with Nickelodeon, somewhat sketchy, and then like then you go to, you know, Fox had Mad TV for a half hour. Right. And then Saturday Night Live, like it was truly live, and I love yeah. that aspect of it. But nice. yeah, so we were in that zone in mid-high So I stuck on board, and that's, I think, what separates the true SNL fans yeah. from the casual fans, because you're stuck with it in the shit times where you're like, there was maybe one good sketch. Yeah. There was maybe one. Well, you know? and I mean, I wonder if there were people going into high school that happened to be into it that they think that some of those players were the best ones yeah you know and lauren has said this a lot of people have said this that when you're in high school that's typically your cast yeah like, or oh around God. about yeah. that age <laughs> that that for some reason you just connect there yeah and then those Stick ones end up yeah and i mean yeah. and i think it's time because honestly you have time in high school yeah you, you know granted well, also you're Comedy is being developed in high school. Yeah, like what your tastes what, are. What you think is funny. Yeah. Because we've gone back to watch early episodes, like we watched most recently, yeah. the Steve Steve Martin yeah. episode. And it's like, hmm. I know that this was funny, yeah, but it's not really funny anymore. Mm-hmm. Like the, well, excuse me. Uh, and everyone loses their shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And we're like... That's my parents' huh. generation. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's just a different kind it's a di- it of is. comedy. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. Now, stand-up can still be funny yeah. from back then, but it's not... It, it can it's be a dated. Di- it's, yeah, yeah, it's a different kind of yeah. way of approaching yeah. comedy. So that's the thing is, like, you know, you grow up and then you start... College, you're probably in the book. Let's say you're a good student. You got shit to do. <laughs> Well, well, that's what. Well, this is what I'm saying. Generalizing. No, no, no. I know. I'm generalizing here, but like you know, you're in college, which means you have a you have a job, and you're working. You know, and and you're also doing school, which means you probably have just less time to be watching. Oh, for sure. And there's there's no DVRs. Yeah, at that time. Yeah. Yeah. So I know in college it was a struggle for me because I was trying to keep up, and Hulu came around in college back Ah. when it was free. And it was Hulu. What was that like? Remember that? Hulu, an evil plot to take no, over. Remember I don't. That? No? Okay. Hulu was free at the time with some ads. It was completely free. Like, you just had to watch some ads. Wow. And the advertisements were on the Super Bowl with, with Alec Baldwin. And it was mm-hmm. Hulu, an evil plot to take over the world. Like, mm-hmm. that's what it was. And you could only watch, like, I don't know, you couldn't really watch that much. Okay. But if you had, like, if you were behind let's say four episodes of whatever show it was. Available. Oh, it didn't, it didn't stockpile them for you to be able to watch Not so far cool. back. Yeah. They would delete some quick, but if there was like, let's say four episodes, you were like, you were only allowed to watch so much per day, but, ah, it, I see. but it was all free. I see. And then you had to wait so many hours and be like, okay, oh, let's get on episode three. 
And so yeah. that was when Hulu was like brand new when I was like sophomore in high school and then yeah. college. That was weird. But yeah, I had my parents always like, I was always like, I got a VCR. I always recorded it. Uh-huh. My parents had a DVR at the time. Do you have any of those old tapes that you recorded it? <sighs> I can't say. I wonder if they'd be in your parents' place. I don't know what I did in college. Like, I had a VCR because I knew that Obama was elected. Oh, right. And I wanted to watch, like, I have classes. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, boom. I recorded what, what a I could. time to have classes. I know. Well, I inauguration. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Um, inauguration days, I skipped inauguration day. Skipped, skipped oh, school. nice, nice. Because I'm like, oh, I'm allowed so many classes. And I'm like, well, and I'm like, well this is history. So mm-hmm. I legit just stayed in my apartment and just watched it. And I recorded oh, nice. it. I still hit record. And I just sat there and just like, oh my gosh, wow! I just like, I can't believe this. I remember recording and then, stuff. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then Obama, like, f- I thought he had flubbed the line, but he didn't. It was the guy reading the, you know, his hands on the Bible and do you swear? Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And he was correcting the guy because he knew, you know, you practice a hundred times before oh, you actually absolutely. say that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So he's sitting there, and he I, had it memorized. I thought Obama was flubbing it, but. It, he was helping the other guy That's because funny. he was like, uh, uh, and then later I found out that like he went to the White House like the next day to like officially like do it the right way. Oh, funny. <laughs> so they met in like a hallway and then he puts it in. It's like, sure, yeah, absolutely. And it's like, okay, I do, I swear. That's you know, great. United States, okay. So yeah, that's what I did in college was mm-hmm. I tried my best to keep up with SNL and it was tough with yeah, technology. Yeah, I bet. With the technology provided, but yeah. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I think this is an episode. I think it is. I'm pretty sure. Uh, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us today. We appreciate it. Uh, this one ran the gambit, didn't it? It was fun. <laughs> Weddings, funerals, SNL. Yeah, that's right. You know, <laughs> you why not? I know a little bit of politics. Uh, don't forget, we do have our Patreon. Uh, if you if you like us, if you think we're not terrible, you can go there and support us, and you get some extra content there. Yeah, I think the most recent thing that's up there is uh, there was a little snippet that I put out there for everybody. It was before one of our album monitors, and uh-huh. we were talking to Sam about kind of me getting through all the COVID stuff and there's That's a right. there's a nice little segment in there. So we just kind of put up some of our our bonus stuff there and then we try to do uh, an extra episode from time to time for you. But yeah. And it's basically, you know, I think it starts at five and you pay what you want, really. Yeah, easy. And so yeah, check out check out our Patreon and I think that's I think that's it. I think yeah. we're going to go. That's it. Uh, we're being played off right now. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> hey, we'll talk to you soon. Thank Bye. you everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.